Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine, chiropractor, and functional nutrition practitioner, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. I'm excited about today's podcast, but before we jump in, I wanted to remind you to download this month's special gift at drjockersgift.com. From keto meal plans, smoothie recipes, to fasting quick start guides, we have a new complimentary gift every single month. To get your gift, simply visit drjockersgift.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S-G-I-F-T.com. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. Hey guys, I just want to take a moment and tell you about a new drink that I absolutely love. It's called Flying Embers, and it's a better-for-you alcohol brand that brews hard kombucha and probiotic-powered hard seltzer. All their products have zero grams of sugar, zero carbs, or USDA-certified organic, and they're brewed with live probiotics and adaptogens. So they're all keto, gluten-free, and vegan. They're very low in calories, and they have some delicious flavors that I love, like ginger, black cherry, lemon, pineapple chili, and grapefruit thyme. They're so refreshing. I really, really enjoy them. Just like most of you guys, you know, from time to time, I'm a casual drinker. I don't drink very often, but from time to time, I like to have a refreshing drink. And these are my favorites. So their products are artfully crafted with a dry fermentation process, which gives the hard kombucha a perfectly balanced natural sweetness. And it tastes amazing despite having zero sugar and carbs. Not to mention, I feel great the next day, even after I've had a few to drink. I mean, it's hard to beat that. Brewed to be better tasting and better for you than your typical alcohol like beer and whiskey and different things like that. Flying Embers was founded during the Thomas Fires in Southern California in 2017, where their R&D lab, brewery, and home almost burned down, and it was saved by first responders. And because of that, they named their brand after it, and they donate a portion of every purchase to first responders nationwide. I mean, I'll tell you, the thing that I love about their products is the unique buzz that they give you. It just feels very uplifting. It leaves you feeling amazing the next day. No bloating like like you get with beer, you know, no sugar crash from a lot of different cocktails that you might might have tried in the past. And now we've worked out an exclusive deal for all the Functional Nutrition Podcast listeners. You can receive 15% off all your orders with Flying Embers. Just go to flyingembers.com forward slash jockers or use the code jockers just my last name in all caps j-o-c-k-e-r-s at checkout so that's f-l-y-i-n-g-e-m-b-e-r-s dot com slash jockers use the coupon code jockers at checkout this discount is only available on their website full discount is applied at checkout Now, Flying Embers products are also available nationwide. You may be able to find some of them in grocery stores or wherever you find beer or hard seltzers, but you get this specific exclusive discount for the Functional Nutrition Podcast by just going to their website, again, flyingmembers.com 
forward slash jockers and use the coupon code jockers at checkout. I know you guys will love these. So try them out today. So this podcast is an audio recording of one of my most popular YouTube videos all about how to do a three-day colon cleanse. If your colon is backed up, if you are not eliminating waste effectively, they're actually going to putrefy, literally rot and putrefy in your system, causing massive endotoxemia, oxidative stress that's just going to drain your system. So we've got to really open up our drainage pathways. We've got to make sure that we are pooping and peeing our way to good health. And a good quality colon cleanse can really be life-changing. I've seen it for so many people that it's literally changes their life, changes their energy, their skin health, their hormones, uh, just almost every element, their, their brain, their, 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 their mood, their level of uh, resilience to stress. And so it can be so valuable. And in this podcast, you're going to learn exactly how to do a colon cleanse the right way. So I know you're going to get tremendous value out of this. And if you wouldn't mind leaving us a five-star review, your reviews help us reach more people and impact more lives. And also go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. That way you get notified whenever we put up a new podcast. Thanks so much for doing that. And let's go into the show. Hey guys, today we are talking about how to do a three-day colon cleanse. And really, when we look at our body, we know that bowel movements are just so critical for overall health. And so we should be having one to four bowel movements a day unless we're going through some sort of an extended fast. But on a typical basis, we should be moving our bowels one to four times. Okay, moving out all the waste from the previous meals within 24 hours. So what that means is that if you consume food, let's say at, you know, you finish your, your dinner at 6 p.m. on Monday, that it should have moved through your system and you should have pooped it out by 6 p.m. on Tuesday. Most people are not doing this. If that feces sits in your system, for more than 24 hours, you're going to get a deep level of fermentation and putrefication. And that releases a lot of endotoxins that can cause tremendous amount of stress on the body. They also damage the brain. They cause increased levels of inflammation in the brain and turn on what's called the neuroinflammasome, which can cause brain fog and irritability and um, anxiety and different issues like that. So ultimately, you want a really good daily rhythm and your large intestine is most active between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. So that's really when you're going to be most active as far as uh as far as moving your bowels. And that's a good, a good rhythm to have. And then you should also be moving your bowels shortly after meals, particularly after like a more of a midday meal. Most people, it's really typically not a good rhythm to be pooping at night. That's when your large intestine is least active. So you want to get in a routine where you're moving your bowels one to two times in the morning, like the first hour or two that you wake up. And then after your first meal, if you're eating it, you know, in the midday, okay? So that would be a really good rhythm to be on. And again, when we move our bowels, we're significantly reducing our microbial load. We're getting rid of these destructive endotoxins, these um, byproducts of bacterial fermentation, and also really just the outer layer, the outer membrane of bacteria called lipopolysaccharides, which causes inflammation in the body. We're reducing inflammation. 
We're helping bring calmness and, and reducing anxiety. You'll notice when you move your bowels well that you'll have a much greater level of peace and calm. You'll also have better energy, better mental clarity. Your skin will be cleaner and you'll have less pain in your body. So a lot of great benefits to doing this. Now, what should your bowel movements look like? Ideally, they should be in this, you know, basically three, four, five range, okay? You know, where we really want it is more of like a, a four, okay? Where it's really easy to pass, smooth and soft, okay? If it, you know, from time to time jumps into, you know, the three with a little bit of cracks, no big deal. Uh, at times, it may be like these soft little blobs, like type five. That's okay. These are all easy to pass. That's what we want on a typical basis. Now, you may eat something that has a high level of bacteria in it or something like that that you didn't know about. And for, let's say, one or two bowel movements or maybe a day, you might have you know, more like the type six or seven. And then a healthy body will clear it out and you'll get back into that three, four, five range, okay? If you're dehydrated or if you, let's say you traveled and you just didn't drink enough and things like that, you may end up from, you know, for, for a short period of time in that type one to type two range. But if you're 90% of the time in that three, four, five, and you know, at least 50% of the time in that type four range, then I think you're in a good place. That, that's going to be a, you know, healthy um, bowel consistency. So that's what you want it to look like on a regular basis. Okay, now here are the danger signs of a toxic colon, chronic bad breath, which is oftentimes associated with H. pylori, which is a, a bacterial overgrowth in the stomach that shuts down stomach acid production. And H. pylori produces an enzyme called urease that neutralizes stomach acid and that can come out and smell bad. Okay, so bad breath, gas and bloating. And H. pylori, one of the main symptoms is oftentimes uh, constipation. So that can be a, a major symptom there. Now, in general, even if you don't have an H. pylori overgrowth, if you are constipated, the endotoxins, your body's going to try to get rid of these toxins in some way. And so what it'll often do is basically just be, you know, respiration is a major way that we detoxify. So you'll notice that your breath will be more stinky when you're not pooping regularly because your body is eliminating waste through respiration. Gas and bloating, if you have frequent gas and bloating, acid reflux or indigestion, obviously constipation, dry skin and hair, another sign, um, you know, inability to gain weight. A lot of people are very, are very much underweight and they eat a lot of food, but they're just not able to gain weight. And that's a sign that the body has reduced absorption. And this is because of uh, basically putrefied waste that's cocked up against the intestinal walls. And these people really need a good colon cleanse. If you have stinky farts, you know, you're going to have a little bit of gas. That's no problem. But if your farts are really smelly, sulfury, right, or really smell like horse manure kind of thing, um, those sorts of, of, of uh, smelly farts are indicative of poor protein or poor uh, fiber breakdown. So if you're if you have a sulfur type smell, it's typically an indication you're not producing enough stomach acid or bile to be able to really uh, break down the protein and the fat effectively, and you'll notice more of that sulfur-like smell. Now, if it if it smells more like methane or like a, like a cow, like cow manure or horse manure, 
then that's going to typically be associated with uh, just bacterial overgrowth in general. If you're fluctuating between constipation and diarrhea, right, this is a big issue. If you've got pain, chronic pain, you know, in, in your, in your uh, intestines that you're noticing, unexplained fatigue, you've tried a lot of things, exercise, try changing your diet, but you're still fatigued. Or if you've got chronic food sensitivities, you just can't tolerate eggs, dairy, gluten, different things like that. These are all signs that you have a toxic colon. I just want to interrupt this podcast to tell you about one of my favorite new drinks. It's called Flying Embers, and it's a better-for-you alcohol brand that brews hard kombucha and probiotic-powered hard seltzer. All their products have zero grams of sugar, zero grams of carbs. They're USDA-certified organic, and they're brewed with live probiotics and adaptogens. So they're great for the gut, great for helping your body adapt to stress more effectively, helping enhance good quality sleep. They're all keto, gluten-free and vegan. They're low in calories, do not impact your blood sugar. And they have some delicious flavors like ginger, black cherry, lemon, pineapple chili, and grapefruit thyme. I really love the black cherry, has a great flavor to it. The ginger is like a really refreshing ginger ale, so you've got to try that. Their products are artfully crafted with a dry fermentation process, which gives the hard kombucha a perfectly balanced natural sweetness, and it tastes amazing despite having zero sugar and carbs. And the thing that I love the most about these products is the unique buzz that they give you. It's very uplifting and it leaves you feeling amazing the next day. You don't have a hangover. There's no bloating like with beer, no sugar crash from you know various wines and cocktails. So guys, I've worked out an exclusive deal with Flying Embers just for podcast listeners. You can receive 15% off all the orders. Just go to flyingmembers.com forward slash jockers. So that's F-L-Y-I-N-G-E-M-B-E-R-S dot com slash jockers. Flyingembers.com forward slash jockers. Put in the coupon code jockers at checkout to get 15% off your order. You guys are going to love these drinks, so try them out today. And really, when we look at the colon, we're, we're looking at this one cell wall, okay? And we know that if we have good bacteria, good micro, uh, good microbiome, so there's more than just bacteria, there's yeast, um, healthy, as well as pathogenic yeast. There's also viruses in there. Some are healthy, some are not. But if we have a good balance, we're gonna, our body's going to produce regulatory T cells and enough secretory IgA, and we're going to have a good immune response. If we don't, if we've got a bad makeup, we're going to end up with lower levels of regulatory T cells, lower levels of IgA, and we're going to end up with autoimmunity, allergies, or metabolic disorders, chronic inflammation. So we've got to really got to keep that clean. And we know that that intestinal flora really plays a key role in our ability to absorb nutrients, our immune system, our ability to burn fat for fuel, keeping inflammation under control, mental function, mental development for kids. And so if we have bad gut microbes, that's going to increase inflammation and cause poor quality of life. So how do we do the three-day colon cleanse? Well, number one is for three days, I recommend doing liquid nutrition. So this is a lot of clean, filtered water, herbal teas, right? Really good idea. So a lot of good herbal teas out there that support gut health. Protein shakes. So you're going to get your calories from protein shakes, from bone broth, from detox soups, and from green drinks, right? So you can make, I've got a, several great detox soups on my website. 
We have got a lemon detox soup, for example, a cucumber soup. Um, we have got a uh, curry soup, right, which uses coconut milk. Uh, that, t that tastes fantastic. So we're trying to get this liquid nutrition in because we need less digestive juices, less stomach acid, less enzymes, less bile in order to break down and metabolize these. Much of it is pre-digested, okay? So these things are easier on our system. Now, also to help move the bowels and get a really good uh, consistent flow with our bowels, we can use different types of colon cleansers. There's a herbal-based colon cleanser that we use. There's an oxygen-based colon cleanser, and you can do you know, one or the other. You can do both, right, if you want to. Both work effectively, okay? Um, it just depends on what you decide you want to do and what your body tolerates best. You can also choose to do other supportive therapies like coffee enemas or colonic hydrotherapy. And so the oxygen-based colon cleanser I recommend is called Oxy Powder, and I've got a link below this video for that. The Oxy Powder is great. It's basically magnesium and oxygen, and it really helps to move the bowels, stimulate peristalsis, and really cleanse the bowels and oxygenate the intestinal cells. So very, very effective, um, great for, for usage. And, you know, most people tolerate this really well. They do really, really well with it. And that's why I'll use it. Sometimes when it comes to herb-based colon cleanser, like what we have here with our bowel mover, some individuals don't do quite as well with the herbal-based, okay? Now, other individuals just don't do well with the magnesium and oxygen-based. So, good idea is to experiment, kind of see which one works best. I tend to gravitate towards the oxy powder um, before the bowel mover. However, the bowel mover also has a whole bunch of herbs in it that helps support the digestive tract in general, helps support the, the flow of digestive juices, they're carminative herbs, they act as antimicrobials. So there's more added benefits to the bowel mover. However, if you tend to be a very sensitive individual and you're just looking for colon cleansing, I recommend the Oxy Powder. If you're looking for overall digestive improvement, the bowel mover is a really, really great strategy, great usage, a great thing to use. And don't worry, these are both gentle. It's not like you're going to be running to the bathroom right after you use them. I always recommend starting small, right? Starting with like one to two caps at night before you go to bed, and then one to two caps in the morning when you wake up. That way, you know, you just don't, don't overwhelm your system and you can work your way up from there to find a, you know, a good dosage that really gets, gets you moving if, you're, if your bowels are not moving effectively. So hopefully that's helpful. Um, and then coffee enemas can be really helpful. So you can actually cook coffee and then let it, uh, ideally, again, organic, high quality coffee, and then let it sit at room temperature. So that way, you know, it gets back to room temperature so it's not hot and then you get a enema bucket and ho and uh, hose and and basically you do an enema okay and there's videos online that you can look at on how to do that and uh, basically the coffee has these compounds called palmitates and coffee is a bitter herb and we know bitters are good for the liver other bitters would be things like ginger things like um, like artichokes and radishes. These things are all great for the liver. And so coffee is in that group. And the pomatates, when you, uh, you know, coffee can be good for the liver when you, when you drink it, but it can be amazing when you do the enema 
and it actually helps to dilate the bile ducts and increases bile flow. And that's really a way that we remove waste. We need good, high quality bile flow. And if you're struggling with constipation or you're struggling with chronic issues, you're probably not getting enough good quality bile flow. And that's important for detoxification. So again, these palmitates increase glutathione levels in the liver, which helps with phase two liver detox. And then they also help with phase three because they help support bile flow, right? And that's extremely powerful for the body. So again, palmitates support glutathione, all right? Most people are, when it comes to liver detox, they typically tend to have decent phase one liver detoxification, but phase two usually is slow. And that has a lot to do with glutathione. And then phase three for many people is very sluggish and that's the bile flow. Okay. So the caffeine, the theobromide, the theophylline all help to increase that bile flow from the coffee enema. So this is another good strategy that you can utilize in order to help enhance this process. Now, after you're finished with this three-day colon cleanse, doing more of this liquid diet, doing these, um, you know, some sort of herbal, herbal or oxygen-based colon cleanser, and possibly a coffee enema or a colon hydrotherapy if you want to use, you know, if you want to go to a, a clinic for that. Afterwards, you want to reset the microbiome. So you want to eat a really good, high-quality diet, an anti-inflammatory diet that uses real whole foods, nutrient-dense foods. Okay, you want to remove any sort of food sensitivities. So if you have had sensitivities to dairy or eggs or nuts or whatever it is, keep it out at least for a period of time as you're resetting your microbiome. And then you can slowly and intentionally reintroduce and see how your body tolerates it. You want to make sure you're hydrating your body well. Really good time to use probiotics after this cleanse, okay, to reset, re-inoculate the biome. And then when you're eating you know, solid foods, when you're eating meat, for, for example, you want to make sure that you're supporting your stomach acid levels and also your enzymes, okay? So taking a good HCL support and also uh, pro, uh, digestive enzymes can be really helpful. And then, you know, just really creating a, a regular rhythm where you're having one to four great bowel movements daily. Obviously, the more food you eat, the more bowel movements you're probably going to have in the larger bowel movements. And the less food you eat, the less bowel movements and the less, um, so, the, lower, the, the smaller the size of the bowel movements. So it can, it can range, okay, but at a minimum, one good high-quality bowel movement daily. And, uh, you know, if you're eating multiple meals, you should be pooping more like two to three times, maybe even four times daily, okay? So hopefully that, this was very helpful. Hope you got a lot out of this and look forward to hearing your comments. Be blessed. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.